Live by Live has all of your favorite music, and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live by Live. Visit LiveXLive.com or search LiveXLive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now. I'm trying to wean myself. You gotta have your coffee. I'm man. trying to wean myself off coffee. It's good for yeah, you. Yeah, tell me about black coffee. Black coffee. What? Yeah, yeah. A little. I cream. never had coffee. You never. All right, here we go. I had cocaine, but never coffee. <laughs> I had that too. Never <laughs> coffee. Hey, everybody! Welcome to a special episode of Hot Box, and I'm Evan Britton, and I'm Mike Tyson. Mike, we've got a legend oh, in here man. today. We have now. two legends in here, but we're going to speak to the one legend, right? Yes, now. yes, absolutely. Sugar Ray Leonard, welcome, my brother. The one, the only. Thank you so, my thank my thank you so much I for being I here. Would, I said I would do. I would. Man. I'll be here. I was waiting. They told me, but I didn't know it was today. It took me a while. Today, the day after my birthday. Happy, All right. Oh, happy happy belated birthday. How Thank you. Now? I'm 31? 32. 32. Congratulations. Thanks, brother. That is so beautiful. You're not even at your peak yet. I know. <laughs> I know. I just feel like I'm coming to the, the peak of the mountain here. 32, man. It's like uh, it's like an embryo. Yeah. It, it really is. I know. And where does the time go, as you guys were saying as well? Ray, it's great to have you. I know we've been trying to get you in here for a while. And uh, we got it done, man. Well, I'm happy, man. I, I told Mike many, I guess, years ago. I, I want to say t- uh, weeks listen, ago. I really, I was waiting for that moment, but I didn't know this moment. This was a drag <laughs> day. I, I beat myself up to come today. And I was like, God, my mom, I have my nerve and my shoulder hurts from old training wounds. And I was like, God, I got to come in today. And today's the day. Interesting. And I came and I always know discipline is doing what you hate to do, but do it like you love it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm use it, Mike. Yo, that's what it is, though. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. But listen, let's go back on the Sugar Man. Yeah. Palmer Park, Maryland. Yeah. Right? Now, Palmer Park, that's more D.C. than Baltimore, right? No, that's D.C. Yeah. Yeah, D.C. area. Born Ray Charles, Ray Charles Leonard. That's Ray, Char- that's Ray Charles, huh? Named after your mother's no, favorite but singer. Game, though, but peep game, though. Named after Ray Charles. Ray yeah. Charles is Ray Robinson. Ray that's, Robinson named that's, after Ray Charles. That's true. But wow. my mother named me after Ray Charles because she thought I had a future. <laughs> you know, had, little did she know. I had, but I, no, I had little a future, did she but, know. but not in singing. Yeah, yeah little yeah. did she know. Little did she know. Wow. Little did she know. Amazing. So how early on was it when you realized boxing or fighting was in your in your heart, in your spirit, and something that you had to do? It, it wasn't – I was introduced to boxing through, through my brother Roger, my big brother Roger. And um, – I was not athletically inclined. I, I was not tall. I was not um, strong. Well, strong I was, but I wasn't those other factors. And my the first time I experienced boxing was in at 210. Well, actually, it was in uh, number two boys club in Washington, D.C. I put the gloves on. This kid hit me boom, in the nose. And I said, that's it. I took the gloves off. <laughs> but it took took about... I don't know, about eight, ten more years later that I put those gloves on again and it was like I found boxing, boxing found me, and we found each other. Mm. It was a natural thing, you know. And I was I was a quiet kid, introverted kid, shy. Um, boxing gave me a whole different life, man. Boxing made me who I am today. Mm. Mm. What was it when you came back to it that, you fell in love with it so much. And you say, boxing found you, you found boxing, and we found each other. Because it's a very integral relationship. Right from the start, it was like mano a mano. It was like me against the other guy, you know? And I felt I could, I could win. I always felt that I could win. I, no matter what the circumstances were or who I was up against, I always felt that I could win. There was a way... There was a way I could win. And uh, 
it, it changed my whole life. It made me walk a little more with my chin up. It made me walk a little more with feeling confident, being positive. Um, street fights, maybe I had two street fights, maybe, in my entire life. Because I never walked up to anyone. I never, I never had that that look in my eyes that I wanted to beat people up. It was just that I wanted to, to, to be the best. I wanted to be special. Hmm. Makes sense. It's interesting, Mike. You always say, "What do you always say?" Uh, tough guys don't do well in boxing. No, no, no. Only the smartest win. Yeah. You only win because you're the smartest. Yeah. A tough guy is not gonna do good. He's gonna talk funny at the end of the day. Hmm. Tough guys, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, they call it the sweet science. It is indeed the sweet science. I don't care who you are. Ooh, as you as you knocked out before you know it. Exactly, Mike. Exactly, nigga. You're knocked out before you know it. Before you know it. You know, it humbles us all. Boxing has given me such a life, man. It, I mean, it, it enabled me to 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 buy a home. That's paid for for my parents before they left this earth. It gave me respect. It gave me a sense of self. It it, it allowed me to to be a part of of life and help others. And they, I mean, I can go down. I, and in fact, I get, I get teary eyes when I t- think about what I received from a sport that was looked down upon. I don't think it gave you respect, Ray. I don't care how great um, you are. If you didn't have respect for yourself, boxing didn't give it to you. No, Mike, it did. It gave me strength. It gave me confidence. It it made me into a person. Yeah, that, I believe that. I believe it gave yeah. you confidence. But you're who you are. You were born that way through God. You had such respect, even if you didn't know what it was. Okay, you had me there. Yeah. You had no. He had me there. I'm a God. I mean, I'm a God. I was raised Baptist and. Uh, I pray uh, all the time, especially now where I am in my life, all the time. I pray every single day. And I used to pray when I was the amateur boxer. I used to pray not to win, but I prayed no one got hurt. Really? Yeah, I used to pray no one got hurt. Um, and, and that's why I keep saying boxing gave me so, so much, man. And it sounds corny, but you know what? I don't care. You know, um I am who I am because of boxing. I am alive. I'm here doing this interview with you, Mike, because of boxing. I mean, there were times when I, I had things happen to me that, that I had to, wow, I had to deal with. Just being sexually abused by a coach who I believed in, who I trusted. Um. I don't know why I brought that up, but I'm glad I'm able to bring that up because, Mike, um, I love you, man. And um, we go through battles in the ring. In fact, when I give speeches, I I use boxing as a metaphor, fighting as a metaphor, because we are fighters, even outside the boxing ring. We get knocked down. We need a great corner. We have to do our own version of road work. Um, and, you know, I enjoyed doing this because at first, back in the day, you know, years ago, I would share tears. I would cry when I, I couldn't talk about this, these subject matters, but I can talk about them now because of who, where I am and who I am. Ray, you're very clear in your mind and how you express yourself and how you interact with others and. You know, guys who have been in the ring, guys who have been in contact sports for their whole lives, made a life out of that, aren't doing as well as you have, as many fights as you've been in, and and your life as a fighter. Um, what do you credit that to? Your mental clarity. I attribute that to, first of all, God. No mm. question about that. For me, this is this is how, this is my own personal um, means of 
trying to explain or articulate. Um, it is God. I mean, I, I was in a brutal sport mm. for a, over what, 40 years. And uh, to have come out somewhat unscathed uh, is it, it's, it's truly a, a, a dream come true, a blessing. I mean, I've done I've done all those things. I'm from from the cocaine to I'm an alcoholic. I mean, those things I couldn't I would never say because I was trying to take care of myself and being a publicist. But I talk about these things because you know why? Because they help other people. Mm. They help other people. Um, I did a book. I wrote a book back in 2011. I think it was. And I talked about sexual child abuse. I talked about being an alcoholic and all these things, things I would never tell because I was Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm. I was the best and I was strong. I was invulnerable. But now I talk about these things because I can help someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no question. No question. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good. Um, It's just beautiful that you came to this place in your life. Um. We all come to this place in our life, and I guess it comes to, it has to do with our mortality in some way. Do we want to know, do we do, do we really believe that we're going to see God after we die? And if he sees us, is he going to be all right then with what he saw in my lifetime? And I know that's some nigga bullshit sometimes. But when I see you, I don't see that. I see um, I see somebody when I'm 12 years old. I saw you fight Wilfredo Benitez. I was locked up. What was that, in 79? 79, yes. I'm locked up so when I'm 13 years old. I'm locked up in juvenile. I'm watching the fight. He wins the title, but he's fighting the master. No one's saying he, he's fighting the guy who's champion of the world at 17, not amateur professional. So when he's probably 21 now, fight, fighting you, right? And he's fighting. I can't even talk. No, oh my God. I mean, I love you, man, and, um, and I support you. Oh, no. No, it's buying me so fucking much, nigga. No, Mike. No, no. Mike? No, nigga. I was was nothing. I was a fucking criminal. Nothing, nigga. Locked up, hurting people. I saw you fight to run. It changed my life. I said, this is what I'm going to be. This is fucking me, nigga. Because of you. Who are you? You might not think you're nobody, nigga. I love you. I've been well, jealous you, of you thank all my you. life, nigga, because you're so beautiful. You're, you're stupid. You don't even understand, man. You're immoral to me. You know? When I saw you lose the macho, it didn't even affect me because that wasn't you. That wasn't you. I, was, I didn't even cry. It didn't even bother me. That ain't, that ain't the sugar daddy. See, uh, I shouldn't be on here with you because I'm in love with fighters. Cause this is what fighters did to me. Look at my shit. This is what fighting did for me. This is my shit. You're my show, nigga. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so when I see you, I love you. I, you I almost—it's not like I worship you, nigga. I seen the ran all in your ass. That you came back throwing. You were throwing punches, okay? and I'm—I'm I'm an exponent of the art of fighting. You were throwing punches. I learned from the master. My master, my, my mentor, he was throwing punches. He was throwing combinations. And the art of punches is when you could throw two punches that sound like one. He was throwing punches. You can hear them. They were two, but they sound like fucking one punch. Uh, they don't understand. Anybody that hears this understand the art of fighting. They know what I'm saying. He threw two punches that sound like one. You know how, you know how magnificent your speed has to be for that? That, that you don't even know that about fighting, do you? You don't even come to your mind to make what make two punches sound like one, the ultimate knockout puncher. The ultimate knockout punch. Don't get hit by that. Don't get hit by that. <laughs> now, I'm, uh, listen, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking student of war. I know all the warriors from from Charlemagne Achilles, the number one warrior of all warriors. From then Alexander and Napoleon, I know them all. I read them all. I studied them all. I know the art of fight. I know the art of war. That's all I ever studied. That's why I'm so feared. That's why they feared me when I was in the ring. Because that's all my... I was annihilated. That's all I was born for. And now those days are gone. It's empty. I'm nothing. 
I'm working on being the art of humbleness. Can you believe in me? That's the reason why I'm crying, because I'm not that person no more. And I miss them. Because sometimes I feel like a bitch. Because I don't want to. I don't want that person to come out because if he comes out, hell is coming with him. And it's not funny at all. It must sound cool. Like I'm a tough guy. It's just that I hate that guy. I'm scared of him. That's, that's uh, you know, it's like my, my life itself. I look back. Do I have any regrets? Let me, I'm asked that question all the time. Do I have any regrets? And... I do in a sense, but then again, I'm saying I wouldn't be who I am today if those things didn't occur, those things didn't happen to me. I, I become a better father, a better uh, husband, a better friend. Um, life, this, the old thing, life is what you make it. That is so true. Life is indeed what you make it. And, and when you give it all, give it all of yourself. It's beautiful. He brings up this in me. I'm sorry. It's all about. It's all. Of, it's but it's all about what's inside of you, how you feel. Mm. And that's why I live the life that I live now. Because um, you knew me 20 years ago. You knew me 20 years ago, and that guy's kind of dead now. You know, but that wasn't easy. You know, that guy didn't want to leave. He wasn't leaving easy. He fought. He fought, screamed, and cried and scratched all the way till he died. You know, and I'm very grateful. That's why I'm really surprised you're here. You know, and I'm not, and it can't be only me you did this to. You can't, be, you know, it can't be only me that you can give people those kind of inspiration. I can do this shit. He come from where? I come from a bad neighborhood too. He saw people get killed. He know people died. He he can make it. I can make it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, my yes, yes, yes. yes. I never told you that. I knew you for all the time. I never told you that. Now you got the chance, brother. My ego wouldn't let me tell him that. Mm. My ego wouldn't let him tell him somebody was greater than me. My ego won't let me tell him that. Your ego. And, you know, um, we all have one. Mm. Some worse than others. But until you're able to, to be able to live with yourself, within yourself, and when when you start to care for others, I mean, again, when people see me, or I put it this way, when my when my little kids, well, when they were little, I'm sure say, when they were little, they saw boxing films of me, videos of me, and everything, and they call me Papa. So they look at the, me fighting, and then they look at me and say, "That's not the same guy," mm-hmm. because I was so ferocious and mm-hmm. I was so determined in that ring, but outside the ring, I'm. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. I'm not aggressive. I'm, yeah. I'm non-confrontational. Yeah. Um, unless you mess with my family. Mm. Um, but you know, my kids. You know, you try to make your kids stronger and better and this and that. But you know, they have to. They have to walk their own plank. They have to walk their own road. Yeah. So being a father is is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Being a father to me was the big challenge. It's a challenge, a challenge and stuff. Um, I look at my son sometimes. I see myself. I see the me I don't like. I want to kill it. I'm going to fucking kill it. Because I don't want to do to my son what he did to me. But maybe he handled it better than I do. I doubt it. But maybe he does. Who am I? I'm not God. <clears throat> The thing with like with me be trying to be a father, a better father than I was last year, than I was ten years ago, five years ago, it's it, it's challenging, uh, especially now because you know the, the social media. I mean, mm-hmm. the technology. I mean, these kids are our kids are able to learn more, see more, experience more, and uh, and I try to instill, but then again. I'm not as firm as my wife. My wife is a lot stronger than I am because she, she'll say something and she means it. I'll kind of, you know, you know, Daniel, it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it's three o'clock in the morning. You should be asleep, <laughs> you know, but he's, I have, I have great kids. I knock on wood. I have, I have great kids. Um, I just want to be better. I just want to be better. And then I, 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 
I criticize myself because I'm not a better father than the other guy or the other guy. Mm-hmm. The other, I can't do that. I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I know that. Kid, this is interesting. Our kids are from us, but they're not of us. They're going to go places we can never go, and that's the future. That's our ego wanting our kids to be like us. Why would my kid want to be like me, thinking about himself all day, looking at himself in the mirror, thinking he's the best in everything, thinking everyone wants something, and he's God. Why would I want him to have a megalomania like me? Why would I want him to be like that? Let him be who he is. But it's my ego I want to control. We still want to control every control. Yes. Our insecurity. I'm scared he might humiliate my name. Yeah, insecurity. I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> he got to live his life. Ray, what does it he mean? He might be gay and, you, and somebody might be holding him back. He might be afraid to say it because who my father might be. Yeah. And he might hurt himself. I get it. I get it. You know? Do it. Be who you are. I had to be who I am. Even if you don't like who I am, this is who I had to be. To be who I am. Pretty yeah. much, you know? Yeah. That's why I love my kids so much. Even though when they, they do ridiculous things, you still have to love them. But they know I'm, I'm not an easy father. The fuck with. I'm just a hard guy when it comes to that. I'm just, that's just who I am. If there wasn't my kids, you know. But see, they tell me stuff. My kids tell me stuff because they know I'm not that. I'm not that aggressive. I'm not that tough. I don't look that tough, and uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't. They come to me, and but then again, they also understand the fact that I give them benefit of the doubt. I, I'm, I'm not too. I'm not firm. Maybe I should be. But this is who I am. You know, this is who I am. Can you believe how far we've come with CBD? Hey, listen, this is so amazing, CBD. I believe once we're gone and 50 years, 100 years from now, I believe we'll be made out of CBD. It'll be in our DNA. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's amazing what we have access to now. We don't have to go and take all these pills. Get us. You go from this what our grandkids would have access to. Yeah, no doubt. It's amazing. Science, health, it's come so far. I agree. I think in, you know, we might be have CBD in our DNA. That's what I believe as well. It's amazing. I and believe that. I totally agree, man. And now you can have it all delivered to your door by signing up for Feels. That's pretty awesome, man. Feels is premium CBD delivery directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. And if you're new to CBD, don't be intimidated. Trust me, man. It's good stuff. Feels has a CBD hotline to help guide your CBD experience. Yes, and Feels is also all natural and no high hangovers or addictions and stuff. That's amazing. So become a member and join the CBD revolution. Go to feels.com. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash hotboxing and get 50% off your first order. And let's go to feels.com slash hotboxing and get 50% off your first order. Bingo. Ah! Look around you. It's a wireless world, and everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. Yeah, but before you go around dropping hundreds of dollars, but you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Oh, man, Raycon's the bomb. You already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and that they sound just as amazing. Yes, and that's true. And Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable, you can barely feel them. You know, when you're wearing um, when you're wearing them, you don't even know they're in your ear. Yep. Raycon's latest model, E25, is their best one yet. With six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass. Yeah, absolutely. And they look so good, stylish and everything. No weird, you know, no weird wife being in your ear looking really weird and stuff. It's just all so amazing. And the company was founded by our brother Ray J. This is and our other friends like Snoop are obsessed with them. Absolutely. So am I, man. I'm, I'm supporting Ray J, 100%, man. So now um, the time to go and buy Raycons is now, man, um, and get 50% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash Tyson for 15% off your order. Buyraycon.com slash Tyson. 
What does it mean to both you guys, uh, Ray, you could start, but what does it mean to be a good father or to be a better father? This, I, I, I want to be a better father. I mean, the best father, there, there is no best father. I'm going to be a better father. And I, and I try. I, I pray. And, um, and I talk to my friends. I talk to, I don't, I talk to everyone. And I, you know, like I'm on the plane, I'm, going, I'm leaving town tomorrow. So on the plane, I know fully well that the passenger sitting beside me, we're going to talk about something about the kids. And I, I heed their advice uh, sometimes. But um, life is what you make it, man. And, and, I, and it's just, just, just a different generation, a different era for these young kids, mm-hmm. these kids, these teenagers. Um, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting confused. I'm confusing myself because I'm trying to say the right thing, but then again, I want to say the real thing. Yeah, no, mm. but that's interesting. In my situation on that, my fuck them. They should have my father. If they complain. They got a millionaire father. They went to great institutions. They should have my father. You know, he might beat them to fucking unconsciousness. He might try to fuck them. Okay, so um, fuck them. Saying I'm not a good father. I gave them life. I gave them what I never had. Mm-hmm. I, I would never. I could. I never and could never tell my father. You know, you're a bad father. You're this or that. You know, because back in the day, you know, a belt didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. But I, my father did the best he could. And again, look at look at who look at where I am today. This is because of my dad, part of my dad, and my mom. My mom is. I gotta include her. Mm. My dad passed away a lot last year at 95. Moms, my, my mom's incredible woman, uh, feisty, uh, but she speaks her peace. She speaks her mind almost too much. Mm. Yeah, they sorry, mom. Yes, man, no man, and be a mean motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man, no man, and be a mean motherfucker. That's it. Yeah, can you believe that stuff? <laughs> But that's the skills they had. Yeah. I have, I have different skills. Right. My skills are different. My skills are like, you better get your ass upstairs, okay? If you don't want to go upstairs, just go to the house I bought you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't fuck me, and if you fuck them, I'm going to kick you out of the house. Too. All yeah. right? That's me, okay? I talk tough and stuff, and I curse, and I do all that stuff. But at the end of the day, yes, Dad. Princeton's called me today, Dad. Harvard called me today, Dad. And then I melt because I'm proud of them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Then I melt. They show me the education that they got from, what's the school in D.C.? Um, what's that? American? School? Yeah, American University. He got his award. I got that, Dad. Then I melt. Then I buy them something. Oh, NYU. I, got, I graduated that. I milked. Hey, Dad, um, fucking um, Yale, you sent me an invitation to come visit the, um, the, the ground. I milked. They get what they want. Mm. You know? I didn't finish, what, sixth grade, seventh grade? Mm. Giving out a trip. Yeah. I can read, but imagine I can't write that. We're going to see something funny about the greatest fight I ever lived in his ego. Give me, um, give me a fucking, uh, one of those things, an employment sheet. Let me let me um let me um answer one of those. That'd be really funny. You really laugh, but still, to people, I'm the greatest in everything. You know, it's relevant. What you know, what you are in life is really is relevant. The greatest thing. I mean, um, for many many years, it was always about me. You know, uh, the topic was about me. You know. Um, Having dinner at the house, you know, my, my mom cooking. No one can eat till I got there. Uh, I'm, I look, I'm looking back. I'm going back. I'm rewinding. I'm rewinding my tape into my head uh, of things that occurred and how I feel about them now. Uh, ego. Um, I had ego. You have to have an ego to to be successful. You have to believe in yourself. Yeah. You know, you just have Absolutely. to have that mindset. I never, really never stepped into the ring. Uh, I mean, although the odds were totally against me, I always believed I could win. Mm-hmm. There was some way I could win. Right. Could you have done that without an ego? 
You know? No. Probably not. No. 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 Because you manufacture the ego to put out in front of you. Listen, I used to watch. To listen, compete. if you watch him and Benitez, oh man, you guys just don't understand. You watch him and Benitez fight, and one minute Benitez is an arrogant mother, and Benitez stands in the ring and looks at him so arrogant. Look at you, piece of shit. You really think you're gonna get this belt? And then he comes up. He walks from his corner. He comes in Benitez's face, and they start staring down. And this is the most intense stare down in the history of fighting at the time. Tell him, right? Oh, now, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm 13. I already had orgasm. I didn't even never been with a girl. The you, ultimate. You, you, know, you think I'm playing. No, I don't. I don't, Mike. I feel it, man. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Boy, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm sorry. I, I could, I'm sorry. I, I could I'm feel. Sorry. I'm sorry. I could feel. I can, <laughs> I can look at uh, right now. You remember that moment? Absolutely. Mm. That fight with Benitez and then with Roberto Duran. Um, yeah. The first fight when he beat me. Uh, I remember looking at him and I, I could hit me so hard. They call it Model State Piatras, Hands for Stone. Mm. He hit me so hard in so many places. I looked around and said, who else is in the goddamn ring? <laughs> uh, I can, right now, I, because I'm talking about it, I can smell his breath. Mm. I, I can wow. recreate that moment. But listen, you would never know. You would say that he was so cool under control. He was throwing his movements. Yes. Oh, and pecking. It was, whoo, punch. It was, whoo, Oh, man, it was beautiful. It was, if anybody wanted to learn anything about boxing, I'm talking about the art of boxing. Yeah. Watch that fight. But Benitez and him. The punch. And then when he, then when he dropped Benitez, and Benitez saw, what was that, the fourth round or something? Then Benitez got up and he, he, was, he was throwing those punches and they were missing. But he, oh, oh, fuck, man. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 Mike. No. Hey, brother, I, I, what are you sorry for, fight, Mike? Like, I'm, oh, I'm fighting this in my blood. I love it. So with the art of it. Woo. I can see it. Woo. You'd feel it. I threw more punches. I, I never threw and missed so many punches in my entire career combined that I missed with Benita. He was uh, so amazing. Listen, I'm normally in control in these. <laughs> you talking about those fights, nigga. I can't. I lose it, man. I was just learning about fighting back then. That's what made me say, this is what I want to be. I want people to applaud. Like they applaud them. In my mind, I was nothing. This is my whole life. I wasn't Mike Tyson. I was your guy. Uh, yeah. It was a golden age, it was wasn't it? It was a golden age of yeah. boxing. There's a lot of things the, the, the public and the fans are not privy to. The fact that after the Benitez fight, I went to the hospital. Wow. I was totally dehydrated. It had to be the punches you were throwing at me. Oh, I, just, I was trying to just... And he was just so slick and so... Like Mike said, he was just... It was a chess match, mm. a chess game. You know, mm. those were those were the moments, precious moments, that I can. It's locked in. Yeah, lo- it's locked in. Yeah. yeah, it's in your DNA. Yes. Yeah. No question about smelling it. his yeah. breath. Everybody smells breath. About Lennon, when he fought, everybody talks about how he comes from so deep, dig down. He be beating and somebody getting his comes and he has fired it out. The fucking flurries and combinations <laughs> from nowhere, from nowhere, it's out of nowhere. What was the um, what was that group called? The fearsome foursome, or yeah, the, him, the Hagler, four horsemen? Him Hagler, Hearns, Duran, and Duran. Yeah, you know, I, I came out on the top of all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, to, was Tommy, Tom, Tommy was now Tommy was. A, let me tell you real quick about Tommy. When I fought Tommy, or prior to Tommy, we scored, back in the day, we weigh in the morning of the fight, so. Mm. Tommy was on the scale, and he was, I mean, emaciated. I mean, was, <laughs> like this, he was on the scale. <laughs> I said, I'm going to kick his ass. I know you I'm going to kill I'm going to kick his ass. He was so weak. And, all, and then the night of the fight, I'm in the ring, and Tommy's in the ring. I, I look back. I said, that's not the same. Book. That's not the same guy. Because he, he hydrated. He and drunk water. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. And Tommy just blew up and... Knockout power in both hands, uh, fast, tall, and he was a beast, man. Tommy, remember Angelo Dundee saying, "You're, you're losing it, son. You're, you're losing it. You're blowing it. You're blowing it, kid. You're blowing it." Oh. Perfect soundbite. 
the perfect sound bite. You know, he's Angelo said that. Listen, I gotta go back. I gotta go back to my uh, my antics on how that he's in the corner. His eyes closed. You're blowing it, son. You're blowing it. He gets out. He hits Leonard with overhand right to the jaw. And man, something happened. It looked like it missed Tommy, right? And Tommy goes on. And man, he throws a bunch of combinations of that a blur. Mm-hmm. And Tommy goes down. The people went crazy. Absolutely out of their mind. They thought Tommy was going to get it. And he came from nowhere and just boom, took him down. It was, you had to, you had to be there. You know, I was on cross circuit. That must have been amazing to be there alive. Mm. Man, I never forgot it. Mm. All those fights from the 80s and early 80s and stuff from those guys, Duran, Guayo, all these guys, Benitez. Man, I never forgot those guys. It was hot. I mean, that fight, it, it, it was like 100 degrees in the ring. And Ugh. back then we fought what, 15 rounds. 15 rounds. So Fuck. 15 rounds. A, wow. From 12 rounds to 15 rounds, although it seems like three rounds, three additional rounds, those, that's what separates. They, listen, if they, do, if they do 60 punches a round, that was an easy round. Yeah. yeah. That was a slow yeah. fucking round. Wow. Dixie punches a slow round for them. That was the round they took off. No, really, they took that. <laughs> that round was a off. rest round. Yeah, but and that was when Thomas showed me that he 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 could he, he, could, he could box. Move. He can move, he man. Can punch way back. Yeah, he caught you with nice comedy. Boom, boom. He's yeah, he's doing that movement. Mm. Tommy. Sorry, I Tommy. <laughs> I went to school the next day. Told everybody about the fight. I told everybody about the fight. I even exactly his eyes was shut closed and he came back. I'm fifteen years old, probably. I'm in there, everybody's looking, the teachers listening to me. I think his eyes was closed and he was blind and he came back. And um, uh. it's just that thing, you know, I mean I, again, like Mike said, I was exhausted. Both of us were exhausted. But it takes one punch to rock your opponent and then all of a sudden that's when you have you bring out that what the intestinal fortitude that that heart, that heart is you know, bigger than life. You know, another fight that I love that people underestimated. I thought it was a magnificent fight of you. You're punching precisely perfectionist. Oh, Alu Kaluli. Oh, Alu Kaluli. That fight, that was beautiful punching fight. Punching perfection. Yeah. I, when I moved up to junior middleweight. 54. Yeah. He was, and he was, Kaluli, I mean, he didn't get credit because he wasn't a household name. But he could well, fight. He was tough. He was tough, man. Yeah. He was tough. But the, I tell you, one of the most incredible matchups was me and Hagler. And people people were so concerned about me, rightfully so, because I had been out of the ring and they heard about my antics and, you know, hanging out, drinking and drugging and what have. But I, I, I cleaned my system out for almost a year. And then I trained. I was in shape. But you don't know, like what you don't know what you had in the ring until you get in the ring. Yeah. And the bell rung, and I and I I was nervous, I was shaking, and I said, "Pop!" I said, "This shit still works, you know? <laughs> it still works because you don't you don't know because one thing you really don't lose is speed. You may lead, you may lose the the timing, the the instant hmm. natural timing, but." You, you don't empower your your power. power. Mike doesn't have power all you know, of his life, mm-hmm. but it's just that being able to punch or fight with conviction. Mm-hmm. You, you lose that because we become away from the ring after so many years. You be, we become civilized. Mm. You know, because back in the day when I was fighting, I didn't care about anything. I didn't care if I got hit, my teeth got knocked, whatever. Right. But as I got older, less active. Getting into that ring is is isn't it's not an easy task because it's it's all here. Yeah, it's all it's all here, and uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's so tell me how tell me because listen, Rick, I would love to know how your ego works. How did your ego feel? I'm talking about right after you beat Hagler, you went to the dressing room, you went to your hotel, you're in the shower, and now boom, you're coming out to the press conference. I was meet the people to an after party. What was that like? I'm God. It had to be. Come on, be honest with us. No. I said that. I said that. I didn't say I was God, but I, I said, I, I, I'm the man. I'm the man. I mean, first of all, whether. Hey, I got. Hey, one second. What's that? You're really conscious of God now. I'm talking about put yourself with right that moment. Not right now. Put yourself at that moment. 
you had to be God. Yes, I was. Yeah, it's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. That's all the world talked about. <laughs> I, I still, I didn't, That's I didn't, all the world talked about. I, I, didn't, had to be I didn't say God, but I know. Especially I, when they I thought that you were going to. Especially when they thought about your demise. From I, last oh, night. come on! They yeah, must have yeah. you were going to get yeah. killed, and then you won easily. They must have said, Phew. "Not easy, not easy." I thought you'd be, you'd be in me easily. Come on! It was, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I was in there, Mike. Stop. It was not, so I'm, you being hard? Look, that's that humble. He didn't even know that. No, boxed them. I'm humble, but I. Your it was hard. Oh, it was well, extremely... Well, but looking at the fight, you won the rounds. The rounds you won. You won most of the rounds then, didn't you? Yeah. All right, what yes. was the score of the rounds? How many rounds did you win? I think that... Uh, <laughs> uh, nine? Yeah, you're doing both yeah. punches and stuff. All right, so but I'm going to say it looked easy, all right? You wasn't even a tough fight. It okay, okay. Easy. That's greatness, right? Yeah. yeah. Making great. something extremely hard look easy. Look easy. Yeah. But going the di- just going the distance with Marvin Hagler, Marvin's Marvin Hagler. Do you think he was going to knock him out? No. Well, you know the the when I finally came back, when I like I don't know, third, fourth, fifth round, I actually threw punches. Because I was telling him and you, you and the commentators never said that, but I was sticking my chin out and all this, all these things were just Trying to get inside of his head mm. because during the let me tell you something during the press all the press conferences we did I never said I'm gonna knock Hagler out this or that I say hey, you know what people people they overlook the fact that marvelous Marvin Hagler is a better boxer he's also a better boxer than you guys give him credit for you look at him as being a tough guy I said but he's a better boxer and it's a shame that you don't give him credit. No, I thought because I thought he was gonna be. Everybody thought he was gonna be different. Everybody thought he was gonna be there, He'd walk you down, break you down. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Break That's down, right? Yeah, I figured how Ray, why Ray's gonna do this shit? You know what mm. I mean? And um, he went in there and made the whole world. How you don't know what Hagler was back then? Mm. Hagler was a monster. A monster, absolutely. Scary guy. I think somebody touched him on arm and he smacked him. Who was it? <laughs> he was a monster. Yeah, back then. Yeah, a monster. Ray, what was your? What did you feel like in your career was your greatest moment yeah. ever? Because to Mike, it sounds like from Mike's perspective, that was maybe one of your greatest fights of all time. But maybe there was another moment in your career where you felt in the zone, in the flow. Well, the your, second Durant fight at your that utmost. was another fight that was just easy fight too. It appeared to be even yeah. tougher. Okay, yeah. Okay, look, look, the second one. What the Duran, the second fight? Um, I mean, I knew I could, I could win. Um, but what happened? The first fight, he took me out of my game plan. He he got into my head. He because he Roberto Duran cursed me out. He cursed my my, my wife. Gave him no, and that's, I learned to do that from him. That's what I did. I did those oh. intimidation. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, and it gets it, it got to me. Yeah, and I, absolutely. I, I, because we, there was a communication uh, blockage, we couldn't communicate with each other so well. Because he didn't speak English was a second language. Yeah, and yeah. he didn't speak very good English. Right. Yeah, and um, so I tried to beat him at his, at his own game. I said, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna fight him toe to toe. And I knew right from the start, but didn't. Didn't it didn't register hard enough or, or serious enough to say Ray, you can't beat him this way. You got to box him. Mm. And by by the time I realized this, it was like tenth round, eleventh mm. round, twelfth round. And he hit me so many times and so hard. I I'm hurting right now. <laughs> think of, just thinking about so it. After the fight, did you say, Hey, I could beat this guy? No, I, I was going to retire, Mike. No, no I was retire. I swear, <laughs> I was going to retire, Mike. Because, I mean, I got, I mean, really, a doctor came to my room after the fight and drew blood from my ears. Fuck. Because what happens when you break those blood vessels, they, they harden, then they become what? Cauliflower, cauliflower yeah. ears. That's how you that get happened that. to me too. They had to drain before. Mm. It hurt. It doesn't hurt? Yeah. I mean, really. I said, I don't, I don't need this. So I, I, mm. really, I seriously contemplated retirement again. Um but Again, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I got I hold the records for it, <laughs> but I went to Hawaii with my wife and just trying to get away from it, you know, get away from it. But I was running on the street on the uh, on the sand every morning, and people say, "Hey, well, you can if you hit boxing, you would beat him." 
And I, then I said, all right. I called I call Mike Trainer. I said, Mike, I said, I want to fight Durant ASAP. He said, Ray, are you on vacation? I said, yeah, but that, that doesn't make a difference. And we had the fight scheduled. The fight was re- scheduled five months later. Wow. Which, is, which was pretty unprecedented. Yeah. yeah. They don't. They don't do that now. Yeah. The magnitudes yeah. of big fights, they don't, that doesn't happen for a year or years. Yeah, yeah. That just shows the greed of people like Don King and those guys. Five months, You know, that's some immense greed. That's not even white greed. That's just immense greed. You, the white people are not that greedy. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Fucking white people, man. Again. Strike again. No. That was my plan. My plan was uh-huh. to get them there, get them back in the ring as soon as possible, and that's what happened. You know, mm. that's that what took good. place. That yeah, that was good though. That was good though. <laughs> you know who else was a major, major fight for me was Donnie Lalonde. Yeah, yeah, I saw that fight too. He hurt. He me. hurt you every single time. He had to because he's so damn big. Every show. He didn't hurt me when knocked me down. He hurt me every other time he hit me. I mean, I was almost out. Why did you want to fight that guy? Another belt. <laughs> I can another, see that. Another light belt. heavyweight belt. Imagine that yeah. you're a little guy, welterweight, winning a light heavyweight belt. Yeah, it just. But I relinquished that crown right away, probably the second day, because I, I couldn't fight those big guys. Man, they 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 hit too hard. It was a, it's, it's a it's significant difference. How many amateur fights did you have? Um, about. 150, 155, yeah. yeah. You know, some guys got 500, oh. 400 fights, oh, no. right? Amateurs? Some amateurs I had Russia a, and stuff. Wow. Pernell had a bunch of fights. Pernell had, yeah, Pernell had a, a great uh, amateur career. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of fights, too. A lot of fights. How many fights you had as an amateur? I don't know, 60. Really? I had around 150 street fights. So that's probably why <laughs> I didn't do too bad in boxing. Mm. That's all we did in Brooklyn, fight. Fight, fight, fight. You did this, you did that. I didn't do it. Fight, fight. Mike, have you heard of the XFL? No, tell me about it. So the XFL was started a while ago by Vince McMahon. I, you know Vince. I remember now. Now I remember. It was a little bit different rules. Was Hershey Walker, remember that? Herschel Walker was a... Yeah. Oh, actually, that was the USFL. Was Donald Trump. Okay. Yeah, yes. That was Trump's league that he was a part of. Um, but the XFL has had a resurgence. They've come back and they're playing it like sort of like minor league football. So it's kind of a proving ground for these guys to get into the NFL. Good players. The rules are a little different. Not quite to the level of NFL. But now you can bet on this stuff at Bet Online. Do you believe that? Um, yes. Anything people could bet on, I think. Um... <laughs> They would. Since the beginning of time, right? We've been yeah. betting on cockroach races. That's who we are. That's just who we are. It's amazing. Who can throw this rock the farthest? Yeah, it is crazy, but it's who we are. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's part of our competitiveness. It's who we are. Well, this weekend, you've got the L.A. Wildcats versus the New York Guardians and the Seattle Dragons versus St. Louis Battlehawks. And you can bet on it all and so much more at Bet Online. They are our exclusive partners, and you get a 50% sign-up bonus when you use code PODCAST1. Yes, and once again, visit betonline.ag, and don't forget the promo code, too, all right? PODCAST1 for your 50% sign-up bonus. BetOnline for your online sports book expert. <sighs> gotcha. We, Mike, are partnering with Vincero Watches once again, and we could not be more excited. The guys over on their team sent us some dope watches, and let me tell you, they are stunning. You already know that we support these guys, and so this is what you have to do. Go to VinceroWatches.com and help us out. Bingo. And do not forget to use code Tyson at checkout for 15% off your entire order. And the Ventura watches are just amazing to look at, man. All I can say is, wow, man, they got us looking pretty fly, baby. Yes, they do. And you'll be amazed how affordable they are. They got models for every budget. Exactly. And any one of them that you have, man, it'll make you feel like you're a million bucks, man. Believe me, man, I know. I know what it feels like. When you shop with Vincero, you know who you're buying from. If you ever have a question, there's a person on the other side waiting to talk to you. 
And the Vincero put a lot of energy in making sure that the customer has a really unbelievable experience. Because you're listening to this podcast and because we are partners, they are offering you a great discount. So head over to VinceroWatches.com. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O Watches.com and use code Tyson. This deal is just too good to pass up. Use my code Tyson for your 15% discount. Ray, what is it like? You guys are, you know, two generations of greatness in boxing. You know, what, what's it like to, to have watched Mike come up? And then to see him throughout his oh, life. Oh, God. What you must have thought? That was like a fucking comedy show, huh? Oh, and then that to like, hear Mike no, say, No, really, Ray, that tears, was like, that was like, um, that must have been like, a, <laughs> seeing me, um, come on, that must have been like, wow, what's wrong with this guy? He no, has some mental dude. Problems, no, no, huh? Mike, no, no. The first time I saw you uh, was That's a trip. That's HB, what HB, HBO, H, that. HBO fight. Yeah. I was doing, yeah. And on, Mike walked into the, was walking to the ring, and I looked at him. He didn't have socks on. You you got to be a bad <laughs> to not wear socks with your boxing shoes. I mean, it, and then Mike had like a you were a towel. He just had a towel. Yeah, he got in the ring, and when bell rang, the intensity, the the Mike was went right at this man, and the left hook, the left hook was my I love my left hooks, and Mike was just going to the body, going to the head, going and. And it wasn't who he knocked out. It was the, the fashion that he knocked these guys out. Mm. It was um, amazing. And the, the audience, the crowd, the fans got went crazy. And every time he would fight, it was always a packed house. Mm. And so when did you turn, when did you turn pro? I don't know. When did you turn pro? 84, 85. I was 18. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And then and, and Mike's, Mike's, Mike's speed was, was unbelievable, too. Because speed is power. Mm-hmm. And he had that, but you know, body shots was kind of a lost art. And Mike always go to to the body, bring the, and bring those hands down and just annihilate the guys. So it was something to watch. Mm. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. What was your best punch, though, Mike? Huh? Your left hook was your left hook. Pop? Or, or. I knocked out more guys with my left hook, but I always thought my right hand was. Mm. You know, I always thought about the left hook had more knockouts. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because fighting is um, fighting is spiritual. It's unconsciousness. Uh-huh. When you're really fighting, you yeah. you don't know what you do. It's just an, it's, it's moment power. It's action. Yeah. It's happening. Even though you you um, anticipate doing this, but it's flowing. When it's flowing, yeah. things happen. You it flows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Some of you might get your ass knocked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just flowing. Yeah. 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 Flows, yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's and interesting. Sometimes the float when your, your consciousness might be out of your body, you're watching yourself fight. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, I mean, the thing about it, and what Mike is saying is, is so accurate, because if I was fighting you, I, I wouldn't have to look at your body. I'll just go there. It, it's mm. my, hand, yeah. my hand's nowhere to go. Right. You want right. to try you're not thinking now. No, no, listen, man. Oh, no, listen. Ray, listen, talk listen, now, listen, dude. No, 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 listen. Danny Boy Green, that's a knockout. He hit oh. Danny Boy Green. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Bow. Wow. <laughs> Holy moly, dead. I mean, was this in Potomac somewhere you did it? When did you do it? Uh, it, it was, yeah. Was it it was, yeah. It, listen, no, not Potomac, but it was in Maryland. Yeah. Man, man, did he hit? Whoa, he was dead. He was just unconscious. The Capitol Center. Well, that's dead. such a... Uh, His life was gone. It was out of him. That's such a great insight there, Ray, because, you know, fighting is such a spiritual thing that your yeah. whole body... It's not like you're saying, I'm going to punch, I'm going to throw a left hook, I'm going to throw a right cross. You know, you're just like... Your body is doing it. You know, you're going straight to the place where you're seeing it. You're visualizing, making an impact on another individual. And then your hands and your arms and your torso and your legs are just the vehicle to go to that place. But before you put that combination on another individual, you study that individual. You know his every move. Right. That's why you know this is going on. It's just weird. You know? I choreograph, no, absolutely. I choreograph the fight in my head mm-hmm. and uh, break them down, strong points, weak points, height, whatever. Uh, like with Tommy Hearns, the first fight, uh, when I was walking around the ring, I said, who in this area uh, can beat Tommy Hearns? And I looked and I saw Muhammad Ali. I'm, 
And if you go back and watch the first round of, of, of the fight, I was boxing Tommy, just making him making a miss, making a miss, which upset him. And he got I said, I can use that against him. Because mm. he wasn't as stable as I thought he was. Mm. So I used that antics. It, it took a lot, though. It took a, incredible punches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, Breakers. what was that guy? <clears throat> Andy the Price, dude. Andy oh. Price, guy. <laughs> Andy Price. Andy Price. <laughs> oh, man. That's what I'm listening to. But I Andy was, could fight. Andy, yeah, Andy, but he couldn't. That night, he didn't get started. Round. He couldn't get started. <laughs> he couldn't get started. <laughs> he he looked start. good, though. He looked like he threw that right hand at you. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, he, I, be, I, he be Palomino, too, they said. I was like, oh, shit. Mike knows his stuff. Yeah, he does. He does. Oh, yeah, Mike is a student, oh, man. Hey, listen. Mike exactly. is an absolute no, listen, student. I still see those fights in my head. Yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys don't even know where That's my like head goes. That's like film. Might, I still see those things. Yeah. No, they thought I bit off more than I could chew. Yeah, they thought, oh, Andy this is yeah. going to be a tough one. A tough one, yeah. Interesting. And I just I caught him. And well, he looked good. He looked <laughs> good. <laughs> he did have to move. I thought he was going to do something. I got scared. Because <laughs> when I caught him, then I... I and what happens when I when I hurt a guy? I, I this how it went. Get it. This how it went. <laughs> I'm not. I'm serious. I'm not doing it because it's and then uh, Ray did his thing, and then Ray did the counter. Boom, 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 boom. Right in that kind of Boom, 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 boom. Oh, and then this how it went, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> The speed is, 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 is godly, like you can't imagine. The guy didn't see it, <laughs> he didn't see it, mm. he didn't see this. It, yeah. It's gone because when I hurt him, I threw a, just a, a barrage of punches, uh, and some of a lot, some of them missed, but they were like grazing punches, like grazing. They ain't look like they missed, <laughs> you know. Some of you can't even explain it, yeah. All precise. Yeah. Wasn't getting up. Wasn't getting up. Mm. Whew. Remember oh. that stuff. Vicious pinpoint accuracy. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Ray, I want to ask you about, um, you know the movie The Fighter? Right. Um, who was that about? Mickey? Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Mickey right? Rourke, yeah. No, no. No, no, no. no. Um, but you Dick fought Eklund. his Dick, brother. Dick, Dick Eklund? Eklund? Yeah, Dick Eklund. You so, fought him. Yes. And uh, he... Mickey Ward. His Yeah, Mickey Ward. Mickey Ward. Mickey Ward. Wow. And wow. Dick Eklund. Um, and you fought Dick, right? Right. And there's that knocked famous down, scene. Knocked me down. Right, right. He knocked you down. And then there's that whole thing of him stepping over you or whatever it was. And then... But... More importantly, what I want to ask you about is, uh, and both of you guys, I think, have great insight into this, is the the relationship of addiction and fighters. Why are those things, you know, happening at the same time very frequently? Well, you, first of all, uh, it's accessible. It, it's there, especially uh, the access. Once you reach the, yeah, the access. I mean. And for me, um, it, it took place, the drugs and alcohol issues took place with me when I was retired one of many times um, because I wasn't happy. I was, as much as I had, I had low self-esteem. I didn't feel good about yeah. myself. Um, and when I tried or was offered uh, cocaine, tried, it, it, it was that missing one of those missing ingredients mm. that I needed to feel better about myself. Uh, then the alcohol became an issue because alcohol and, and for, to me, alcohol and cocaine mix very well. It's a good good supplements, good ingredients. But um, I, I nearly lost it. I nearly went over the bridge because it, I did it every single day. Uh, but one, a friend of mine, James Anderson, who was my security guy. Oh, that's guy, my man too, James, James Anderson. James Anderson. He said, he said, Ray, because he, he wasn't afraid to tell me right from wrong. He said, Ray, you know what? Forget about you. Hell with you. Think about your parents. Think about your kids. 
and they see you get locked up because you, you're drunk driving or you're doing too much drugs or whatever. He said, hell with you. Look in the mirror. See who you find. And I looked in the mirror that, that, that night, later on that night. I cried like I cry like a baby because I said that is not the person my, my, my mother and father you know raised me to be and I stopped the cocaine cocaine was cold turkey just stop just stop doing cocaine it was the alcohol that that had my had me in his in his arms and his pit me in his claws and uh, I've been 15 years uh, sober amazing you know, and I again, I I didn't talk about this. I didn't. I never brought this up to anyone. But again, I talk about this. It happened to me. The sexual abuse. I talk about it now, and I don't. I don't. I don't cry. I may shed a tear, but that's because I'm happy. I understand that. I'm happy. I understand. And I and I and I talk about it because even my speeches sometimes, I'll bring it up. I, and I say, why am I doing it? Because the place gets quiet. But I, I, I feel okay now. I, I'm, there's so much gratitude that I have being in AA. Uh, again, just overcoming some of the biggest fights in my life, and that was the alcohol. That was the drugs. I did it all, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not some innocent kid or innocent guy. I've done it all. I broke away from it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm here. Yeah. This is a good place to be. This is a good place to be. You know, we all go through that. You know, when I was young coming up, I grew up, I had an enemy complex. And the enemy was me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had <laughs> an enemy tough. complex. Enemy was me. Everybody was my enemy. My fighters, my fighters, coaches, trainers, coaches couldn't come talk to me. I'll threaten his coaches, family, all of them are my enemies. If I see him outside of this press conference, it's war. And why the was I like that? Because my insecurity, my mm. guilt, my shame, all that stuff made me a savage. I didn't have self-love, so I showed it by acting like an animal. Mm. You know, and that you, you go through that and you, um, you, learn, um, you learn a different way of life. Not saying that that's a bad way of life, but that's just not my way of life anymore. You know, it's not far from me, but it's just not how I want to conduct myself anymore. Yeah. You know? It's so interesting you said, Ray, you know, you were at this place in your life where you had everything and yet you had no self-esteem. Is that interesting? Oh, no, it's not interesting. Well, I mean, the it's, greatest, the greatest it makes king, sense. The greatest warrior, the greatest conqueror, that the smallest low self-esteem. Napoleon, Alexander the Great. Mm, it's ancient. They're afraid of their mother. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know? Wow. Achilles, all these guys. Most of their mothers had to tell them who they were. Mm. They're mama's boys. Can you believe that? Imagine telling them they're mama's boys. I believe look that. How, look, at it. look what they left to us over the years, how we think of them. Mama's boys. To have the, the sense of the power or the will to talk about yourself in a, in a negative way. Derogatory. It's hard. Derogatory. Yeah. It's 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 hard and it gets harder sometimes uh pending where you are and success um and you don't want people to know because people assume you're weak you you know or you're a bad guy or bad person but um i i talk and i speak on this because I know what it'd do for it. I mean, if I had stayed on this road, on that road, I should say, if I stayed on that road, I would be here talking to you guys today. Mm. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't be here. But we can't stay on the road wondering why we're disappointed with this part of our characteristics. Look at all the beautiful parts of our characteristics that we got. I might be this. I might be that. I might be a criminal. I might have done this and that. But look how great I am. Look how beautiful I look. Look how many great men I've beaten. My name is Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> right, 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 but, but, but. yeah, Definitely. right. I, I, they look how beautiful I am. Definitely. Everybody, they can't stop when they see me. They have to say hi. <laughs> but that's that's really true. It's what you know. It's like my life. I'm so incredibly blessed, and I like when I go to my my meetings, my my AA meetings, and sometimes I hear people say, oh, "I'm gratitude. I'm I'm so." I have such gratitude. And I'm saying, 
I, I could not, I couldn't understand that. How, how do you have gratitude? Hmm. And the other day I was at a meeting. I said, um, I have gratitude. Because it, I mean, 15, out of 15, I mean, it took 15 years for me to say that. Mm. 15 years. Mm. And I, I, and I feel incredible. Because mm. I reciprocate. I give back. Make a difference. I made an impact in the ring. I want to make the same or even larger impact outside the ring, mm. helping people. When you woke up this morning, what were some of the first thoughts that ran through your head? I'm alive, mm. you know, um, and not harsh, but I just say that. I just say, you know what? God, I, mean, I, re- I remember uh, sitting, this is many years ago. I was at, I was in bed. I woke up, I hung over every, just feeling sick to my, just to my gut, to my head. Everything was hurting. I looked. I looked at TV, which was on, and there was uh, someone shooting. And I reached down and grabbed my gun, and I shot back at it. I shot. I blew the TV up. Wow! It sounds funny, but it's not funny. Mm-hmm. It's reality. I could have been down there. I I could have continued down that road, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, is it shocking? I used to say, wow, yeah, because you know, that guy, man, he, or her, or the girl. No, no, it's, it's not shocking. It just, it's a stage. It just gets worse if you don't wake up. If you don't wake but up. But there's guys like that that you, you know, you can give them the word. You can give Errol Spence that word. You know, you can give a lot of fighters, a lot of people, not even fighters, because people with those mentalities of grandeurs. We really, even in my mind, sick mind, I think sometimes I wake up, like you said, sometimes I wake up and sometimes I think I'm special. I think I'm special until my my um my pain, my nerves, and my back start to hurt. That I realize I'm nothing. You know, sometimes that that illusion of myself makes me think I'm something until something happens to me or somebody that I love, and then I know only God is great. Well, Ray, anything that uh, you want to know, put it out, out there, share it out let, there, let our audience Let's know. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a special, special time. I don't want to say this was an interview because it, it, it goes beyond an interview. This was from the heart. This is from experience. This is from being one of many. And I just hope that it, uh, I've said something that could, that will help you in some large or small way. Um, things that, some of the things I talked about, whether it's sexual abuse, uh, alcohol, drugs. It used to take a lot out of me to 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 convey that. I don't have that problem now because I'm humble. Humility. Life, God, higher power. Don't ever give up. I, I always say this that to be a fighter, even outside the ring, because it's gonna take a fight. To make your life right. Mm. God bless. Mm. Beautiful. That's beautiful. A fight to make thank your you life brother. right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. A fight thank you to so make much. Life. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and watching this episode of Hot Box. And until next time, I'm Eben Britton. And I'm Mike Tyson. The man, Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Daddy. Thank you, brother. Five time world champion, six. Six. Who's counting? Who's counting? Who's counting? Multiple world champions. World champ. Legendary. Legend. All right, everybody. Peace. We're out of here.